business is the fuel that drives America. Innovation, hard work, risk, and reward. It's what many call the American dream, and we're bringing the dream to you. It's the Business Beyond the Boardroom Show with your host, Mark Steckman. Well, good morning, and thank you, Rich Fields. I love hearing that. Uh, Business Beyond the Boardroom. This indeed is the Business Beyond the Boardroom Show, brought to you by... This morning, Mr. Electric of Land Lakes. We're broadcasting live from the Beasley Media Group radio station compound here in sunny Tampa Bay, Florida. It's Tuesday, February 23rd. I had 22nd here on my notes, but I do know it is the 23rd. I'm your chief marketing and business inspiration guru, Mark Stackman. And across that 100% smudge-free glass in front of me is the hardest-working executive producer in talk radio, Pat George. Good morning, sir. Here we go for round two. Good morning. Round two. That's right. Well, Pat, hey, uh, let me ask you a question. Do you ever multitask while you're on the air? That's all I do in here. <laughs> of course you, know you that. do. Of course you <laughs> Between do. Between eating and talking. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, listen, what a lot of our listeners don't know, and this is kind of behind-the-scenes radio talk, is there is a lot going on in uh, these uh, studios right here. Not only is Pat George a top-tier radio broadcast show producer, uh, but he's also responsible for updating the uh, on-time traffic reports on what, uh, I guess, three or four other uh, radio stations here on uh, Radio Row here at Beasley Media Group. So Pat's having to uh, go into uh, the other studios down the hall, Q105 and 99.5 QIK and Wild 94.1 and 98.7 to Shark. I mean, this guy is everywhere. So he's, he's multitasking, and uh, basically he's got to keep 100% current on the traffic around Tampa Bay, which is a very large market. And so sometimes while I'm jabbering like I am right now, Pat's over there looking at traffic, taking notes, and then he pops into the other studios at uh, the designated times to make the live traffic report. It's all got to work right on time. And uh, by the way, that is par for the course uh, for our industry because, and especially since COVID, uh, maybe like your business, there have been cutbacks and there are a few people uh, getting the job done. And while there might have been more than one person doing something in the past, today it's it's one person. And, uh, well, this article that I was reading this morning, it says, while most people do tend to multitask, you shouldn't multitask during Zoom meetings, by the way. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. I uh, hope, hope my team's not listening because uh, I, for the last 15 minutes, was multitasking on a Zoom meeting uh, as I was on the radio. And uh, the fact is, it's easy to multitask, especially uh, anytime. But uh, uh, if you're on Zoom, not only if your camera is off. And I've learned how to uh, lo- actually look at the screen at, while the camera's on. And to make it look like I'm listening intently while I'm typing on my laptop so uh, nobody would ever know I'm sending emails or whatever I'm doing. Why at that are you time. telling all your secrets? Yeah, well, hey, listen, the reason is, is because I can't be the only one who uh, is doing this multitasking while on Zoom. Well, according to an article that uh, I read this morning from Fast Company, and I quote, switching between tasks can have four effects. Number one, things take longer. Number two, you are prone to make more mistakes. Number three, it increases stress levels. Oh, boy. And number four, you can damage relationships. Rot row. 
guess I better close out all those apps before my next Zoom. And that's their recommendation. And listen, uh, we're all using Zoom right now, and we have been for months. And uh, it's easy to want to multitask. It's, it, we Listen, I just said it. We, we do it here. We're on the radio. We're doing multiple things. You, like us, are, are trying to get a lot done with little time. And multitasking is important. But those points are super important business points. Uh, you've got to be focused, especially so you don't let things slip through the cracks. And But more importantly, because you want people to believe and to know, and to, you, you really want to have better relationships with your colleagues, with your, with your clients, with your team, everyone. And the best way to do that is to be a good listener, whether you're in person, uh, doing a meeting uh, together from the six-foot distance, socially safe, or if you are on Zoom. So there you go from Fast Company for things that uh, switching between tasks and multitasking for effects that uh, it'll have on you. It's time for the top trending business stories of the week. And we've got three of them before we get over to uh, Jen Wiggins, who's going to talk about the four corners of Tampa Bay. I know you didn't have an answer. Speaking of four corners, I see four corners on that box that you've got sitting over there on your on your desk and talking about multitasking. You're multitasking with a little PDQ because I see them walking up and down the halls. Is that right? Yeah, I think they forgot to stop by here, though. Oh, we can fix that. I saw Sharon I walk we by, can. so we'll get uh, we'll see if we can get ours. All right, top trending business stories of the week. These come from uh, LinkedIn. The first and number three is remote work spurs digital nomads. This is an article according to the Washington Post. It's titled "Like Summer Camp for Grownups." The pandemic is changing the digital nomad scene. From nomad villages to slomadism, the uptick in remote work has ushered in. A new wave of nomads, and we've been talking about this for months and months, that uh, this is uh, seems to be the new norm. As I was driving through this massive uh, business uh, area here, this business district, if you will, the uh, uh, this part of St. Pete, Carillon, uh, is uh, loaded with large office complexes. And as I was rolling in this morning, a lot of empty parking spots, which means those people are working from home in most cases Big deal there. Uh, digital nomads, that means they can work wherever they want because they've got that technology available to them to uh, connect with their office and their clients and everyone they need to connect to. Top trending business story number two. This is a good one for, for the uh, non-tech people. It is blue-collar workers are bouncing back, according to the Wall Street Journal. And uh, blue-collar jobs boom as COVID-19 boosts housing and there's e-commerce demand. As a matter of fact, when it comes to e-commerce and technology, I have in the last two weeks, Pat, I've talked to two major business owners who own these technology companies that install the infrastructure for like fiber optics and this kind of stuff. And you know who benefits from that? Blue-collar employees. Sure. Yeah, this is a big deal. And uh, it's not only that type of uh, infrastructure. It's it's housing. It's roofing. It's installing pools and solar equipment and putting in spas and all of this kind of stuff that's going on. It's been a big deal. And, uh, in fact, the story goes on to talk about in Orlando area, home builder is seeking to add four construction workers to a six-person team in the midst of soaring housing demand right here in the middle of a pandemic. And that's in Orlando where the number one employers have been relatively, you know, 75% closed down for the last 12 months. That being uh, Disney and the other theme parks, um, I think only operating at 35%, but uh, home building still 
huge in not only here in the state of Florida but around the country as you well. You know, real quick though, Dallas was uh, ahead of us as far as people moving into the state. Yeah. And I think after this... I think that's going to shift. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Well, all right. This one, uh, Pat, hold up your phone for a second. All right. What all kind right. of... A, what is that? What kind of a phone is that? I it's can't It's a tell. Samsung. Oh, it's a Samsung. Yes. Well, the number one top trending business story of the week, Apple takes back the smartphone crown. So that Samsung right there that you've got Second is place. not in first place anymore. As a matter of fact, Samsung... According to Q4 data, it was in second place right behind Apple. And this comes from Gartner.com. Gartner says worldwide smartphone sales declined 5% in fourth quarter of 2020. Apple became the top smartphone vendor in fourth quarter quarter, and surpassed, what is it, Huawei, H-U-A-W-E-I, to move into the number two spot uh, in full year 2020 results. Global sales of smartphones to end users declined 5% in the fourth quarter, according to Gartner, and Apple ranks number one. And I think Apple actually has the largest market capitalization of a company in America and uh, maybe worldwide as well. It's amazing what Apple... And you know, I was a Galaxy guy for years. Uh, as soon as I got this smartphone, this uh, this Apple iPhone, I mean... And you uh, liked it a lot better. A hundred times. I mean, it's just so intuitive. And I know, look, it's like Ford and Chevy, right? I mean, Ford people, you know, (laughs) they believe, they bleed, they bleed Ford and and Chevy's like, you know, whatever. But uh, look, Apple and Samsung both make great products. Number one and number two, they've been duking it out. I love my iPhone. I think it's super intuitive. It's easy. It links up with iPads and other things real well. Uh, but uh, we do have, you know, we have a Galaxy tablet at home, and, you know, I, I do enjoy using that, I'll, although we do have iPads as well. But uh, there you go. Those are our top trending business stories of the week. So this conversation that Kylie and I were just having kind of sparked something with me that I want to I want to head back to. This is that idea of consistency and relationship building with your future customers let me ask you a question. I'm going to ask you a personal question. You, uh, you done with your PDQ sandwich over there? Oh, did I have one of those? Yeah. By the way, what? what, what by that. the way, what was it? What did you eat? Well, apparently they have a new spicy thing, and I'm going to tell you right now that <laughs> I wish I had some water. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got no water. I can't help you that. Oh. Uh, it's a new spicy. Is it making your eyes water a it's little bit? Pretty spicy. It looks like it. I can see through the double pane <laughs> glass there. Smudge free double pane glass. All right. How long? How long you and your bride been married? Uh, I think about, uh, it seems like 85 years, but I think it's uh, 24. All right. So you've been married 24 years. How how long, prior to getting married, how long did you know your wife? Uh, about a year and a half. All right. There you go. So that was your courtship period, sure. right? Uh, how'd you meet her, by the way? <laughs> mm, do I not, not want to know? Was it I in met a, her on a boat. Was it on a hot tub somewhere? <laughs> it was. Uh, there, there, well, it was on a boat. Okay. And, uh, when a hurricane was moving into the bay, All right. and we got stuck out on a boat, a giant right. uh, boat that got grounded. Okay. Oh. Because it sucked all the water out of the bay, the hurricane. It wasn't one of those boats that they used for Hooters. Remember Hooters hung hanging? The, the original Hooters. Fact, remember that? The original Hooters had a big old Hooters sign on that boat that was, is that the boat? It was not the boat, but no. it was very close to okay. a, a, a big company like that. No way. <laughs> How funny. That's great. All right, so so you and your bride, you've known each other. You've been married for 24 years. You you had a dating period of a sure. year and a half. Uh, did you pop the question or did she pop the question? Um, 
I think I did. Yeah, oh, I did. Okay, all right. I know I'm putting you on the I spot did. here, I know, and I, I remember we I didn't did even know. talk. We didn't talk about right, this, no. and we didn't script it. But here's here's the deal. You know, business and relationships are are one and the same, right? Because we don't do business with computers. We do business with human beings. And that courtship period is oftentimes ignored by business owners. They just want to get right to the marriage. In other words, they don't want to have the buildup of what Kylie and I talk about as the no-like-trust period where we are getting to know each other, we're learning to like each other, and we're learning to trust one another. And you only do that through time and consistency and commitment. And in your case, it was a year and a half. My wife and I, it was uh, nine years. And we, we, well, we, we were young, right? And when you're really young, you, you, you know, it takes a little longer to build the no like, and trust factor because you don't see each other as often. You're in school. And in our cases, we were at different colleges, you know, 100 miles apart. And so, so my point there, though, is, is that business is, is exactly the same. It's one and the same as relationship building. And so... Far too often, as Kylie mentioned earlier in the show, business owners or entrepreneurs they get they get started, and they get off track. You know, within a couple of months, sometimes because of the challenges of that process, and sometimes that those challenges are you just don't have enough people, you know, on your team to to get out there and, and knock on doors or not knock on doors. I guess as we were talking earlier t- with Tim, you know, uh, but to to build help you build the business and. Um, Sometimes that's the challenge. Other times it's finances. You know, I think a lot of times business uh, entrepreneurs, people get, go into business and they just don't have enough money set aside to introduce themselves to the world. I know when we were talking with Tim earlier, what did he say? Right from the very beginning, they started doing the Florida's Largest Home Show. That was their way of getting in front of thousands of, of uh, homeowners who were potential prospects for their Bring business. Bring them right in their showroom. Right into their showroom. Yeah, they had a showroom set up right there at the at the home show. And um, But you've got to invest in those things. It's not a function of if you build it, they will come. And this is one of the biggest mistakes that uh, business owners make and uh, entrepreneurs make. They and they get, It's easy to get after two or six or 12 months and go, oh, it's, not, it's just not happening. But it doesn't work like that. In fact, Catherine Limbaugh, getting back to her again, she even mentioned that. Uh, and uh, they played a clip uh, that Rush uh, Limbaugh had uh, had uh, been uh, recorded probably within the last year since he was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. And uh, he was quoted as saying, you know, if you are in business or looking for a relationship, you know, it takes a lot of time. In fact, you wait, sometimes you wait a whole lifetime to find the right opportunity. Obviously, Rush uh, married, uh, what he he married Catherine late, and she turned out to be, in his words, you know, the love, the absolute perfect love of his life. And you know, when it comes to identifying customers and ha- building that know, like, and trust for with your customers, your prospects, your best, most profitable customers, there's three things. And essentially, in in two minutes, I can tell you this is the this is the be all end all for building your business with great marketing. And the marketing puzzle has not changed dramatically, even though everything else around us has in the last 30 years. And these are the three pieces of the marketing puzzle in building the relationship. Number one, you got to know your audience. Who is it that you're trying to talk to? If you're Tim, 
with um, solar solutions, you're trying to talk to homeowners. Who is that homeowner that can afford solar at their home? Well, it's probably a certain house price point. It's a certain income level. But you got to know your audience, who your audience is. So that it doesn't mean you can't serve everyone else around them, but you got to know your best, most profitable customer. Number two, you got to talk to them with frequency. You can't just get your message out there one time and think, well, I did it once. And uh, it didn't work, so I guess uh, it's not going to work. Nope, you got to do it over and over and over and over. Did I say you got to do it over and over and over? You do. You got to keep that message consistent. And then the third thing is the message. And we talk about that here on this show all the time time, whether you're in outside sales calling on customers or whether you're a business that deals and works with direct-to-consumer, your creative messaging cannot be just buy, 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 buy from me, buy from me, buy from me. It has to be content. It has to be relationship-driven. It has to be something that is valuable to your best, most profitable customers so that you can develop that relationship in a soft way. So, my math is oftentimes for every five times you talk to your prospects, it should be at least four times where it's not arm twisting, trying to make a sale, asking for the business. It, this is 2021 now. Things are different. It is not that old. Remember that? What was that movie quote? Always be closing the ABCs of sales. That's nonsense. That's old school. That is not 2020. That's not where we're going today. So those are your three pieces of the marketing puzzle. It is the audience that you speak to, the frequency that you speak to them, and the creative that you use. Thanks for listening to Business Beyond the Boardroom On Demand podcast, a feature of the Business Beyond the Boardroom live radio show. You can listen to the full live radio show every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time anywhere in the U.S. simply by going to moneytalk1010.com. Or if you live in Tampa Bay on 103.1 FM, 92.1 FM, 1010 AM, or 99.5 HD2. Also, you can follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter for more great business and marketing content, or just hop over to my website, marksteckman.com. Thanks for listening, and make it a great day.